Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. What's up, guys? Trent here. For the last six months since losing my corporate software sales job, I have not had a salary, no manager to report to, no quota, and absolute control, freedom, flexibility of my time and my calendar. That's why I can start my mornings making videos like this one. I consider myself to be entrepreneurial. So when I was working full-time grinding in corporate America, trying to be successful, I always dreamed, what would it be like if I just left my job and tried to go figure it out without really having any plans? And now that I've experienced that on the other side, the reality is much, much different than I ever would have imagined. Take a moment to think about your own life with that sweet, sweet W-2 income. Many people are crutched and dependent on their organization to sustain their financial situation. They receive a direct deposit twice a month from their company. And if you lose that, like millions have this year with all the tech layoffs, what would you do? Would you claim unemployment? Would you go find another job immediately? Would you move into your parents' house like me to try and cut all costs and live as cheap as possible? Would you start a business? What would you do? So in today's video, I want to talk about my situation, my reality of what it's actually been like on the other side, not having a job, no W-2 income for legitimately six months, the good, the bad, the ugly. And I think everything happens for a reason, so I'm incredibly grateful for how things played out for me as going from this high performer, love my company, love corporate America, love what I'm doing, to all of a sudden losing it all overnight and having to reinvent yourself and figuring it out. And I would encourage you to think about whatever adversity you may be going through in your life or challenging situation. It's there for a reason and on a long enough time horizon. You always look back and you say, you know what? That was the best thing to ever happen to me. I'm still trying to figure out what that means for me, but I'm confident with enough time. Um, I'm very happy how things played out. This channel is part of what keeps me afloat, the income I make from the Google ad revenue. So I'd appreciate if you could hit the like button now to spread this message to as many people as possible. Let's start with the good. I would consider myself to be generally happier than I was before. I don't really prioritize happiness. I don't really care about it. I still wouldn't necessarily consider myself happier, satisfied with my life situation right now. But relative to where I was at just a few short months ago, I think I'm much further ahead. So one story, for example, I would wake up at 5 a.m., 5.30, so that I could get a big workout in, and I knew I needed to leave my downtown Dallas apartment incredible apartment, by the way, I had to leave by 6.45 so that I could get in the office by 7.15, 7.30. If I didn't leave on time, I would get delayed in the traffic, I would be irritated, and if I ever got into the office past 8 a.m., the day would be a disaster. I just felt like I was behind that crippling sense of I need to be doing something right now. I would work all day, 
and then wait till everyone leaves in the office and right around 5.36 p.m., that's when I'd pull out my camera, that's when I'd start thinking about videos. I made over a thousand videos documenting my journey going from an entry-level sales rep, $50,000 a year, to a senior account executive, six promotions, increased my income from 50K to 300K. So I showed all that on this channel, but while doing so, it required extreme sacrifice in this warlike mentality of, I have a single mission, a single objective. Anything that does not help me be more successful in my job, does not get prioritized. So relationships, I really didn't invest in relationships early in my career. I would go out on the weekends, do a lot of partying, but then I realized, hey, this is sort of holding me back. I kind of need to cut this out. So when all the people you hang out with, that's what you do with them, and then you cut that out so that you can prioritize your success, all of a sudden you get a little lonely and you don't really have people to do things with. So I started making more money getting successful, you get recognized at work, but when you don't really have anyone to enjoy it with or celebrate with, you, you kind of just find yourself, what even is the point of this? So I, I found myself going through the motions, not really satisfied with what was going on. And now as I look at my life now, at least I'm near my family, I live with my parents, it's not the perfect situation, there's pros and cons to everything, but at least when good things happen, we can say, hey, this is what's going on, starting to rekindle relationships with people I used to be really close with being back in Ohio. So I'd say that's pretty cool. And you also feel a little bit less stressed when you're on the other side of it because when I was in corporate America, I went to President's Club one year, which is really where all the highest performers go. And I remember one of the mornings, I, I told myself, I'm not gonna look at my email, I'm not gonna look at my computer, but of course I brought my work computer. And I just remember pulling it out, going through the tasks, doing prospecting, sitting at the lazy river, seeing people go on floats. And I was just thinking to myself, if I can't disconnect and enjoy myself now, when am I ever going to be able to disconnect and enjoy myself? And that was just the reality of being in that high paced competitive corporate environment setting. It was always constant comparison. So now as I look at my situation being out of it, there is no more comparison. There is no more hierarchy of where am I at on the dashboard? How am I pacing relative to my quota? My ability to live and sustain my existence is now totally dependent on my actions. So I can consciously decide, I will work less hard, but I will probably earn less money in the process. So it's a trade-off. So ask yourself, do you want a lot more money, which will require you to put a lot more effort, sacrifice time in your career, or do you wanna have a better work-life balance and simply dial that back and spend more time with your family and your loved ones? Another pro of being out of corporate America and not having a salary is I feel like I'm growing in ways I didn't before. In order to start my career in software, learn that and promote up, it required a ton of development, so much growth, and I evolved as a person tangibly. You can go back and watch my first video to a couple hundred ago, and you can tell the difference, and I was able to teach a lot of people in the process what I learned. I now feel like I'm growing in new ways because I'm completely out of the tech industry, which I loved. I'm in partially a new industry. I have a couple different income streams and I'm dependent on myself. So I'm now starting to prioritize other areas other than just wealth and money, specifically physical health and mental health. I'm really looking at that and saying, well, if I can't control what I put in my body, if I can't control the information I put in my mind, how am I possibly supposed to manifest my dreams into reality and make a lot of money, attract the right people into my life? I need to really work on myself and invest in myself 
And by being out of the corporate hierarchy, it's really allowed me to do that with the time because I now don't start my workday until eight or 9 a.m. and I can really have my own schedule and work when I want. But of course, there's trade-offs to everything. So I would say the bad, and I wouldn't really say anything's bad, but the bad of it is, of course, the loss of immediate income. When you go from a really large salary, a large commission structure to then you lose that overnight. Of course, it impacts your financials in a way. I wouldn't necessarily say I felt it tangibly because if you are able to save up a large enough nest egg per se, what I do is I have a large amount of cash in an account that pays me 4.5% interest. So between the interest payments I receive, which is basically passive, low risk money, combined with the YouTube AdSense revenue, if you look at those two numbers, and then compare that to your monthly expenses. If that's higher than your expenses, okay, you're good to go. Whatever is the difference, you can save it. So what I've consciously done is I said, well, hey, I need to turn this into an opportunity. My past average monthly expenses was about $5,500. I've cut it down to about $2,200 on average the last few months. So you can change that over time. You just gotta look at, well, hey, can I move with my parents? Can I cut rent? What else can I do? I'd say the other drawback is I was really motivated by the corporate hierarchy of them telling me, hey, you need to close $1 million in revenue, and if you do that, we will give you this carrot, AKA a new promotion, this new salary attached to it, new responsibilities, and people will respect you more in the workplace. You'll have more power in this building during this time period of the day, which is something I enjoyed. And when you don't have that anymore, you don't compare yourself nearly as much to other people because there really is no comparison point because you realize you're totally running your own race. But I actually really enjoyed someone just making it super simple and just saying, hey, this is what you need to do to be successful. And it, it, it simplified things. And when you get out of it, you start to say, well, should I set myself a monthly target of making 10,000 a month, 20,000 a month, and you start to question, well, what do you actually need? So it's created the opportunity for me in my current reality to now think about, can I identify opportunities and jobs and hire other people and pay them, tell them this is where we're going, this is the vision, and then align their interests into what I believe to be mutually beneficial to the whole? I've realized that's what entrepreneurs do. They identify and create opportunities for other people, build an ecosystem, and help develop and make other people be successful. So that was the system I love so much. I My dream was to become an enterprise account executive. I now look at it and say, well, I'd like to go hire five enterprise account executives, but what are they gonna sell for me? Who are they gonna go after? And those are now questions I need to figure out. But ultimately, that is the trade-off, that is the challenge and, and, and the opportunity created as well. And I'd say the last bad is really just meeting people. It's pretty cool when you're working in a sales office in a city with a bunch of young people, guys, girls, and, and it just creates opportunities for you to build friendships with other like-minded driven people, male and female, in the city, people say, well, this is what we're doing. You get together and you just have this network in a way and you have this social status, whether it's, whether it's valuable or invaluable. When you get out of that, you start to realize you are no longer associated with a company that people understand, recognize. When people ask you, what do you do? I don't really have an answer to that question. I'd say I'm an opportunistic. 
opportunistic. I, I'm a merchant. I create opportunity. So people don't associate me with a company, any opportunity. So, so they start to question, well, who is this guy? What is he? So what I've realized is I never ask people what they do. I'm more interested in the person and going below the surface. Hey, what are your value? What are your values? What is your character? What do you care about? What do you like to do? What are you thinking about? What are you interested in? And you start to quickly realize, are people just talking about other people or low level things? Or are people talking about ideas and how they can better themselves? And that is what I'm interested in. And that's what I want to build on this channel. That's why I'm starting to post videos every day. So if you resonate with that mentality, subscribe to the channel now. Let me end with this the ugly. And I was sitting here thinking about, well, what is the ugly of the situation? And to be as honest as possible with you guys, I loved working in tech, specifically software. I saw myself working in that industry for at least 20 years because that's what I wanted to do. So whenever I got out of that environment, I was questioning, well, what should I do? I have this family business that's in an entirely different industry. It's a wholesale business. So I started to get involved with that and then realized, you know what, I don't necessarily love this space. I'm not as excited about it as the tech space. I've built my online persona in a way around talking about tech sales. I'm associated with course careers as the tech sales instructor. I've helped 500 people get hired in tech sales this year. Link in the description below if you're interested in getting started in tech sales. So I questioned, well, do I need to get back into tech? Because that's what I know, that's what I'm comfortable with. So what I did was, I then said, you know what, maybe we should try and sell the family business. Let me go on a job search. So I posted on LinkedIn, got a bunch of engagement, and I started a real job search because I, I sort of doubted myself as to can I make it on my own? I want to go back to what seems like a cooler opportunity. So I started to do some interviews. I spoke with a company out in Silicon Valley, got rejected from the opportunity, it wasn't right for me. I spoke with a few companies, and then and then I realized again, well, hey, why go be an employee again? I've been not employee for six months, I'm doing fine. Let me continue doing it, although it may be uncomfortable at times. I can reinvent myself. I can figure out new ways to make money. I can talk about new concepts with the content. It doesn't always have to be tech sales, but I ultimately wanna talk about what I find really interesting and fascinating, but what also will resonate with you guys, because I know that when I post tech sales content, it tends to perform a bit better than non-tech sales content. So the lesson from all this is I'm just going to do what feels right with me and I hope that resonates with you guys as well. I'm less worried about the likes. I don't really care as much about the engagement on TikTok, for example, the comments. I'm having fun with it. I'm enjoying myself and I'm going to keep doing my thing and I hope we can come back six months from now so I can make a similar video a year past no W2 income, no job, no salary and that's been my experience. So if you're curious about any specifics, let me know in the comments below. You can direct message me on LinkedIn. I always get back to you guys. I'll put a link in the description below.